0: News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Zara. This week we are talking about statues and why people are destroying them. We will also be keeping you up to date on the latest news on the coronavirus pandemic. We will also be talking about the Queen's birthday, an ancient crocodile that could run, and archaeologists finding London's earliest theatre. (coughs) This week the news has been dominated with everyone arguing about statues. Well, this is all linked to a story that we covered last week, the protest against racial inequality that was sparked by the death of George Floyd. During one of the protests, the statue of a slave trader Edward Colston was thrown into the river in Bristol. This week, the Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, took the decision to protect the statue of Winston Churchill from potential vandalism by boarding it up ahead of Black Lives Matter protests in Westminster. Other monuments have also been removed ahead of protests that were planned over last weekend, and the Senator War Memorial in Whitehall was also covered. There are more than 800 public statues of people in the UK. Statues are often a way to celebrate people and tell the stories of historically important people. There has been a lot of discussion recently about what should happen to controversial statues in the UK. Some people think that that these statues should not be removed as it is like erasing history. For example, the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson recently tweeted, We cannot try to edit or censor our past. We cannot pretend to have a different history. Some people think that statues could be removed and put on display in museums so that people could still learn about them. In fact... This week Winston Churchill's granddaughter said that she was very sad to see the monument boarded up and that if people were so infuriated by seeing the statue it may be safe in a museum but Parliament Square would be a poorer place without him. Others think that statues shouldn't be removed but new plaques could be added and explain both the good and bad things about the person. Hi, it's Rose here. Well, it is interesting thinking about something Other than the coronavirus pandemic, Sarah, the pandemic is continuing, however, with more than 7 million confirmed cases in 188 countries, more than 120,000 people have lost their lives. Some countries are starting to try and get life as far back to normal as possible, whilst trying to keep people safe. New Zealand was recently declared free of the coronavirus, and the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern told reporters that she did a little dance when she was told that there were no longer any active virus cases in New Zealand. In the UK, non-essential shops like clothing shops and shoe shops will reopen from the 15th of June. The Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, said, I want people to be confident that they can shop safely, provided that they follow the social distancing rules for all premises. Meanwhile, all hopes of getting all primary school children back to school before the summer holidays have been dropped now, but the Prime Minister did say that a massive catch-up operation in schools was needed over the summer to help pupils who have missed lessons because of lockdown. He said that details would be outlined next week by the Education Secretary. We will keep you updated on news kids once these plans are announced. Zara and I are also still waiting for news on what schooling in the UAE may look like in September. Hello this is Zara. I'm always happy to talk about one of my favourite subjects the British Royal Family. This week It was the Queen's official birthday. The Queen celebrated her 94th birthday in April. But every year, the Queen's birthday is officially and publicly celebrated on the second Saturday of June. This year, the celebrations were a little different. The Queen's official birthday is usually marked with the Trooping the Colour Parade in Whitehall, which has marked the official birthday of the British monarch for over 260 years and have 1,400 soldiers, 200 horses and 400 musicians taking part. It is usually watched by thousands of spectators and senior members of the royal family and is a huge event. Before this year, the last time that the event was cancelled in 1955, three years after the Queen's coronation due to a national rail strike. This year, the traditional Trooping the Colour Parade was cancelled because of the coronavirus pandemic. The Queen celebrated her birthday with a small ceremony with Welsh Guardsmen and military musicians at Windsor Castle this year and it was the first time that she has celebrated her official birthday there. In fact, a sovereign's birthday had not been celebrated in Windsor Castle since 1895. The Queen sat alone this year on a dais for the ceremony and there was a mini-trooping performed by a small number of Welsh Guardsmen. The band of the household division. Care was taken for everyone to be socially distanced throughout. Rose, do you remember why the Queen has two birthdays? I do Zara. The two birthday tradition for the British monarch started more than 250 years ago in 1748 with King George II who was born in November and the weather in the UK is pretty bad in November and as he wanted a big public celebration, he decided that November wasn't the time to do it and he decided to combine a birthday parade with an annual military parade in the summer. Well, this year I really do wish that I could have two birthdays. I had an amazing birthday party planned and then we cancelled it because of the coronavirus. So I really hope that maybe life will go back to normal soon and that I could have the party that I was meant to have to celebrate turning 10. Hello it's Rose here. This week there has been some very interesting news from scientists who found footprints at an excavation site in South Korea. The footprints suggest that crocodiles may once have walked on two hind legs just like dinosaurs used to. Scientists believe that this was a species of crocodile that had lived between 110 and 120 million years ago and is the ancestor of the crocodiles of today. At first, the scientists thought that the footprints that they had found were from an ancient reptile known as a pterosaur, a flying dinosaur. However, once scientists studied the footprints more closely, they realised that it didn't, as the footprints showed heel impressions similar to those made by crocodiles. Crocodiles are known to walk on the flat of their feet, like humans do, whereas dinosaurs walk on their toes. The team that found the prints has called the animal that made the tracks Baciotopus grandis. No physical remains of it had yet been found just footprints. However, not all scientists and researchers accept the analysis of the team that found the footprints. Professor Philip Manning from the University of Manchester, who was not part of the discovery team, said that the finding was very interesting, but he did not believe that the footprints were from a crocodile. Thank you, Rose. I've got a new story with some historic findings too. This week, archaeologists discovered what may have been London's earliest theatre. The Red Lion is thought to have been the first purpose built theatre and is thought to have been built in about 1567 by John Brenn. However, there have been dis- about where it may have been located. Now, its timber structures, artefacts and buildings are thought to have been found during excavations in Stepney Way in East London. In January 2019, archaeologists began to uncover a rectangular timber structure made up of 144 surviving timbers with post holes around it, which could have been galleried seating. The excavations were carried out by Archaeology Southeast, which is part of UCL's Institute of Archaeology. Stephen White, who directed the work, said, After 500 years, the remains of the Red Lion Playhouse, which marked the dawn of Elizabethan Theatre, may have finally been found. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show, and thank you for listening.